Hey everybody, welcome back to The Big Deal. This week we are on episode 12 and we are talking about all kinds of different expectations, um, whether it be in events or with spring break coming up. And it kind of relates to what we were talking about last week with anticipation, but not only with things coming up, but also, you know, with the future when when we have different expectations for summertime and different expectations in school and also with people. No no true solutions found (laughs) really, but a good combo nonetheless. Just our thoughts. Hope you enjoy. What is up, Riley? That's your classic thing. You said what? that last time you entered too. <laughs> Remember that one? We were it's like, just what casual. Is up? What is, what up, is up, everyone? Welcome Today, back. Today's a Wednesday, in case you were wondering, which is weird for us. Sorry, I just interrupted you hardcore. It's but okay. Anyways, <laughs> it's a Wednesday, which is weird for us because normally we record on like a Friday or a Saturday. But mm-hmm. as you know, it's almost spring break and we're getting busy and things are happening. I have a chem test tomorrow and a chem lab due the next day and an A-push thing due the next day and a lot of stuff piling up. So yep. my life is busy right now. But same. All those th- it's good, too, at the same time. All those things we keep talking about hanging over our heads. Yeah. yeah they're falling. <laughs> they're falling, actually. And I'm What's dodging you. What, how's it? Okay, basically. How are you dodging? Um, I just have a lot going on this week. Like, we just started a new unit in math. And that's been really difficult because it's all memorization. And then A-push is literally just kicking me i mean we have a dbq and it was supposed to be on friday or on thursday and i'm out of town on friday i'm so glad we did ours early yes we did on monday so now i have to take it wasn't hard though don't worry you're good i have to go in early and take it which i don't mind but it's just kind of like ugh. and yeah so they're all just everything's coming up like, it normally does I think everybody breaks. is, like, ready for spring break. Yeah. Because everything, you know, it's natural that, like, teachers are trying to cram in all the assignments right before spring break so that we don't have stuff hanging over during spring break. Sometimes I would just kind of wish that we did mm-hmm. have it hanging over because then it gives you, like, time to complete it. No, I'm, I'm glad we're doing it all now. I just wish I would have... There would have been more preparation. I feel like this week they've just kind of been like, okay, it's the last yeah, week, yeah, throw yeah. it at you. And yeah. then you're just like, okay. I, yeah, I have my, my chem test tomorrow, and she literally gave us a study guide last night. Yeah. Like, it's middle so, of the night gave it to us, so one day. It's like I just wish they would do their jobs. No, I'm kidding. Don't I just hate on the teachers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wish, like, there was just a little bit more, like, hey, you're going to have... I mean, I knew an A push, but at least in my other classes, I wish there was more of a heads up. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, the last week before spring break is not going to be your casual last your week. It's going to be um, not fun. So, speaking of spring spring break and all the fun things you may have planned, I thought that it would be interesting to talk about expectations kind of versus reality. I know I always have these high expectations because I, you know, last week we talked about daydreaming and oftentimes I find myself getting let down. And so I kind of just wanted to talk about that and talk through it because I have no advice. I have no comment because I still haven't, I mean, obviously it's still an issue for me. So I just just want to talk it out today and all kinds of expectations as well. I think, you know, obviously we have a focus on spring break right now. And so like expectations for the future with like events coming up, but also when you're in school and setting expectations for yourself and with other people as well. I think those are all good mm-hmm. things to highlight. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, I think we can start at kind of the origin of where expectations come from. And I was saying it was from being excited. You know, you 
think about this one thing so many times and you create all these little scenarios in your head like spring break and that I have all these fun ideas for these vacations and for hanging out with my friends but then you know like my friend what if my friends are out of town you know so things just come up that don't go your way and I guess it's just I don't know. I think a hard one for me to grapple with with expectations is over the summer because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that, like, I love Pinterest. I'm a big oh, Pinterest user. I'm always creating boards. And so I'll create little boards every year of, like, a little summer mood board or a winter mood board or whatever of just, like, what kind of, like, what I want to have my, my summer look like just for some inspo. And sometimes it's hard. Like, last year I had a great summer. It was so much fun. We were – I felt like I was always out of town, like, traveling somewhere new, and it was so fun. But at the same time, sometimes – I was like man I didn't get to hang out with my friends like at all this summer which was something that I really wanted to do is hang out with my friends a lot so this year I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't trade what I did but this year I want to try to hang out with my friends a little bit more just because I don't know I feel like sometimes we have expectations for how our life is going to go or for how different seasons are going to go and when they don't go that way it's not always a bad thing but it's usually not a bad thing it's usually a good thing honestly Mm -hmm. that it went a different way but at the same time, I want to, like, bring some of that into it this year. Yeah. My Pinterest board is, like, the same. It's all people traveling in, like, Volkswagen vans, and they're all, you know. <laughs> it's it, it just looks like so much fun, and I guess it's just, back to last week's episode, like, the anticipation of maybe hypothetically finally having that opportunity to go on a road trip with my friends because now I can drive, I'm getting yeah. older and all this stuff. And then, you know, when that doesn't, that little idea doesn't come to fruition and my parents say no or you know what I mean like I'm I'm still in high school I don't think they're gonna let me I'm just saying like I have these dreams of me going I don't know and (laughs) going cross country going cross country yeah at in high school because that's definitely gonna happen I feel like I should be a road trip fan like based on my personality I should be a road trip lover but I am not to be honest. Like, just car rides or just road I don't trips? like car, like, long car rides. I oh, hate them. I love I've gotten, long car so rides. as I've gotten older, I realized this the other day when we were going to Charlotte for the Gracie Abrams concert. That was amazing. It was so amazing. Go see Gracie Abrams if you ever had the chance. But, um, I realized that on the car ride there that as I've gotten older, I've gotten so much better at, at like, shorter length car rides, like, two hours to three hours and those are, like, nothing to me now. They feel so quick. But I've gotten so much worse at long ones that are, like, upwards of six seven eight hours like I feel like seven hours is where it hits and I'm like I can't do this anymore or like right after six hours I'm like I can't do this anymore and it's so frustrating because you have like no choice but to keep driving yeah not a road tripper see I just like other methods of transportation sitting in the car and adding to my playlist and I just not a playlister either I feel like it fits my personality as well but I've never been a playlister they I I don't I can't, like, sit there and think of songs that I would add to my playlist. It happens, like, gradually. Like, I'll start with one or two songs and a vibe, and then as I'm, like, listening in the car to, like, the radio or just my other playlist, I'll be like, wait, this fits that one, too, and I'll add it in there. See, I just, like, will find new songs, and I love them until I'll add them to, like, almost all my playlists (laughs) where even they could partially apply. (laughs) And so, I mean, like, yeah, each of my playlists kind of has, like, a mood or, like, a vibe to it, but if it partially applies, it probably is in there. And I even created a playlist recently that was like, these songs don't go anywhere. Or like, don't fit. <laughs> I also so, feel like I'm less about vibes and more about like periods in time. Like, I, I have monthly playlists. Um, like, I have a March playlist right now that's like, I love it. It's so good. But then okay, in like November, I'm going to be like, this sucks. 
See, that's my issue is because my playlists are just like summer and reading yeah. and spring and, you know, like these kind of overarching things. But because the songs I have in there have been built off of each other throughout the years, I get tired of them. Oh. So I feel like I'm in this constant cycle of like trying to find new music. But then, of course, when you that's hit true. shuffle, I do it doesn't always music. like play the new yeah, songs yeah so i'm it just listening to like rainbow and golden hour by kelsey ballerini and i'm like please stop <laughs> like i don't want you here the other thing with the monthly ones is that then sometimes like my may one from last year is my favorite one ever and so sometimes i'll listen back to it and it just like reminds me Takes of that time back. and it's so nice i've thought about doing that a couple times like a summer That's 2023 so but i guess i get nervous doing that because like i don't get nervous but because i don't have tiktok I feel like that's where you find a lot of new, really? I new trending music. Oh, maybe and I do. And so, like, I feel like my playlist mm. isn't really going to be, like, that time period. I haven't been listening that. to a ton of new music. I've been getting deeper into artists that I'm not very, like, knowledgeable in. Like, the whole Boy Genius Band. Mm-hmm. I only, I don't know much about Lucy Dacus or Julian Baker. I only really know about Boy Genius and Phoebe Bridgers. I know a little bit about Lucy Dacus, so I've been trying to get into them more. And then more into Hosier's stuff, because I love his music so yeah. much. Yeah. But I don't know a lot of his, I, don't, I only know like a few songs by him, like 10 songs, and I don't really know the rest. And they're all so good, so. Let me put you on Billy Martin. She's a, and Matilda Mann. This girl always they talks are, about Billy Martin. They're beautiful If you people. guys have any song recs or artist recs. DM us. Yeah. We, we should, tangent, I think we should do a music episode, actually. We should. This is a good, like, like... I don't know what we My dad was saying about. that the other day. I don't know either, but that I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Something about music. Okay. Anyways, we'll back into expectations. I'll write that down. But, yes. Back on topic. Sidetracked for a second there. It was a good, a good little tangent. You mentioned something with expectations with people. Oh, yeah. Go into that. So, one of my problems... I'm very... <laughs> I think I'm good at identifying my problems. I say this a lot where I'm like, the other day I realized I do a lot of reflecting on all my driving back and forth from schools and stuff. I'm like constantly just sitting there thinking, right? Listening to Hosier. And so I, I realized like Hosier. a while back. Hosier? Hosier? I thought it's Hoser. Hoser? Okay. Hosier? I don't know. All right. Sorry. Wrong. Keep going. I have no clue what it is. <laughs> I just say it how Siri says it. Not going to lie. Oh, I have to say this. Today, <laughs> I think I had proof that my phone was, like, listening to me. I had it plugged into my car, right, playing music. Mm-hmm. And it was, sh- like, shuffling hosers, hoser, hosier's music. And it was, like, just, like, spinning, waiting for the next song to come on, like, loading it. And I really wanted Jackie and Wilson to come on next. So I was, like, Jackie and Wilson, Jackie and Wilson, like, saying it in my car. And I was, like, play Jackie and Wilson by Hosier. But I wasn't, like, ac- I didn't actually press the button to speak. Uh-huh. I was just saying it. And then Jackie and Wilson came on. It, I was, like, there's no, no way does, that's a co- coincidence. It does listen. But anyways, so I, I realized, I kind of realized this in the fall, but I've also known that this is a problem for way longer than that with me, is I do this thing where it's so bad, and I call it just putting people on a pedestal. I don't know if you've heard of that before, or if you do it too, and I definitely am better about it now because I'm aware of it, and that's the big thing. I think I can catch myself now when I start to do it, but it especially happens with people that I don't know super well yet, but I feel like I do, or that I'm like getting to know but I don't really know. And so I start, I think we all kind of do it a little bit. And I start to kind of create like an image of them in my mind of who they are or who I want them to be. And then, you know, they might not turn out to be like that and you're inevitably going to be disappointed. And also that I just think it's not really fair to the person who you're putting on a pedestal because it's unachievable for them and just really sets Mm -hmm. them up for failure. And I don't know, it's just not fair to put anybody on a pedestal. And I used to do it without realizing it. Like I would just start 
thinking that I knew these people better than I did and like coming up with personalities for them in my mm-hmm. mind and being like, oh, this is what this person's like. I love this person for, for this and this and this. And that's not really what they're like. And that's fine. They're great people still, but like nobody's perfect. And I think that when we put somebody on a pedestal, you get to know them more and more and you get to know their flaws. And, you know, when we're friends with, with people, I, I feel like I heard somebody say this a while back, but like being friends with somebody means knowing that they have flaws and knowing their flaws and still loving them anyways and still wanting to be friends with them anyways. But anyways, I've, I've definitely gotten better about it just by being aware that I do it because now when I start to like get somebody, get to know somebody more, I like think to myself, I'm like, is this how this person actually is? And I think that can be something to, to something that's good to do um, when you're like setting expectations for who you think that somebody is and you don't actually know if it's true or not, just like think to yourself, is this actually who this person is? Mm -hmm. And if you're like, oh, I don't know, well, maybe you should rethink that and not put them on a pedestal. And it's definitely easier when you, when you know that it's a problem, but. And that could also apply to like expectations for situations in general. Like if you apply it to, let's say a beach vacation, okay. You have this Pinterest idea up in your head of how it should go down, you know? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I guess you can find yourself disappointed because inevitably life isn't going to work out like that. We are as people, like we want to see the best. And Uh I think that's what it stems from is wanting to see the best in people. And I do think that that's something I do is that I want to see people as perfect constantly. And I want to see them as like this great image that I have in my mind. And that's not, they're not always that image and that's fine. Like they're still great people. And I think the same is true with experiences, like mm-hmm. you were saying, where we want everything to be perfect. That's how we are. And we're little perfectionists. I mean, maybe not all of us, but <laughs> that's not always the case. And that's okay. Yeah. And I don't think life is supposed to be perfect and people aren't supposed to be perfect. And I, I think something that's so great about people and about experiences is that they're not perfect because mm-hmm. they'd be boring if they were perfect. Yeah. Like I wrote down, like, appreciate the imperfect, because if you think back on all all of your past experiences, all your favorite memories, there was probably something in it that didn't go to plan, but that ended up being something so, you know, great. And I guess it kind of goes along with this quote, speaking of Pinterest, I saw it this morning, and it was like, I've heard it a million times, I think it was like, instead of focusing on what could go wrong, start focusing on what could go right. And I think it's like the same thing. Like, instead of trying to focus on, like, making this trip so perfect, and or doing, you know, having this person in your head be this idol, I guess. Instead of doing that and putting all that effort into trying to, like, see that come to fruition, I guess just let it be. You know, let it go. Yeah. Let life be and let, let it go with the, flow, with the flow and just kind of take it as it is because that's really where I think the beauty could be found. But also take what I'm saying with a grain of salt because, like, Half the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because I needed, like... I think we're going to I needed just to talk. Episode. I just needed to talk about it, honestly. I was like, I, this is yeah. a good topic I just need to discuss. I feel like that's one of the great things that I've learned to appreciate this year about people is that we are human and we're not idols and we're not perfect mm-hmm. statues sitting up on a pedestal. And I think that that's a great thing and it makes us 10,000 times more interesting and 10,000 times more quote-unquote perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we're not perfect, but that makes us more perfect, sort of. Like, I I love when you can look at somebody and you can see that they're human. Yeah. So another thing that we were thinking of with this topic is um, kind of like with the expectations, there's always a potential for disappointment if things don't meet our expectations. Mm-hmm. So. And there's like, 
that quote that I absolutely hate. I hate it so much. And it's like, don't set expectations and you won't get disappointed. And I just... I hate that too. I hate when people say that so much. I just think it's like... It, I'm glad you said that because I was actually thinking about that the other day that I hate mm, when people say that. It's almost depressing in a way. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, why are you not looking forward to anything? That's so like, true. Why do you not have any, I guess, goals? Because expectations in a way can kind of be goals. I guess mm-hmm. they're more like unattainable goals but like I just think it's such a lazy way of thinking and a lazy way of going about life and I don't know I just I know we had talked about you know all these times we've set expectations and gotten disappointed and it sounded like we're bashing setting expectations and I think that's the wrong way to word it it's not setting expectations and getting disappointed it's just when it comes to people I don't think that's the right thing to be doing yeah, I'm not disappointed by it when somebody doesn't live up to the perfect image of my mom, in my mind because I know all along that they're not going yeah. to. It's I guess almost I'm, like daydreaming. I'm like you know it's not going to happen. You're just pretending. Yeah, I'm talking about like events. Yeah, when I say like getting disappointed because I know for example like I recently have gone out to eat and I always try and try something new because like especially if I'm going to pay for something I want to get something that I'm probably not going to be able to make at my house and. Recently, everything I've gotten has just sucked, and everybody who just sticks to, like, the regular old kind of good classics, it's always good, and it makes me so angry and disappointed because it's like, I wanted this to be a good time, and I wanted to have, like, a new food that I love, and I wanted to have just a good time eating out with my friends and family, but I just end up ruining it for myself, like, trying something new, and it really leads to, like... I guess disencouragement, and I I want to talk about that too because I think that's why people now are like, oh, I I have just I have no motivation to do schoolwork or I have no motivation to hang out with my friends or get up or you know what I mean? And I think it's because you in a way you've gotten disappointed so many times that like if you just kind of stay where you are and stay content, you're saving yourself. Sometimes it's easier to stay in our comfort zone. Yeah, but really like, Life is about getting out and doing more mm-hmm. than just being in your comfort zone. Because, okay, even though, like, you're not enjoying the foods that you're trying, now you know. And, like, yeah. you, you wouldn't have known before. True. I guess I didn't think about it like that. And I also think, I was saying this earlier, but something you hear a lot is with kids talking about, like, on tests and quizzes where they're like, oh, I'm just going to set my expectations low, and then if I do really well, I'll be happy, and if I, if I do bad, then I'll just be meeting my expectations. And I hate when people say that. Like, granted, don't overstress yourself and set your expectations too high to where they're unattainable. Like, be realistic. But I also think that having no expectations for yourself is just giving yourself an excuse mm-hmm. and a way out so that you don't have to work hard and you don't have to try. And it's basically saying, like, I'm just going to tell myself that I'm going to do bad on this so that I don't have to try. And, and I think... when I do bad, it's not a big deal. In a way, I guess disappointment, like, and being let down, don't avoid it. I mean, I know it's easier yeah. said than done, but there's a lot you can learn from it. Like, yeah, for example, we learn from like, disappointment and letdowns and mm-hmm. stuff. And mistakes, it's like the same kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you learn from it and it serves as motivation. And, like, I understand it can be disencouraging and make you, you know, kind of want to sh- go back to your comfortable ways. But in the end, like, when you look back, are you going to be like, oh, I, like, when you look back on situations, I said this earlier. All the funnest things were probably not how they were supposed to work out, but they ended up being fun. And it's all about what you make it, 
you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that one of the hardest things sometimes with setting expectations is when you don't meet your expectations and then you feel like, oh, I worked hard. Like, why Mm -hmm. didn't I achieve that? I should have achieved that. And I always go back to my cheer coach said this last year. Shout out Coach Haney. Um, She said this (laughs) last year when we were, you know, working towards the state competition. And she said, you know, we work hard in the gym every day, but we don't deserve anything. We work hard and we try our best to achieve stuff, but we don't deserve anything. And nobody should be giving us stuff just because we work hard and we still have to continue to earn it. And I think that's true with school and everything too. Just because you work hard doesn't mean you deserve things. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that, you know, obviously we deserve to be treated like people and basic things like that and to be loved and respected. But, you know, just because you work hard on something doesn't mean that you're always going to get exactly what you want on it. And I think that's hard to come to terms with. And that sometimes setting no expectations is so much easier than setting an expectation for yourself and then thinking, well, I worked hard. Why didn't I achieve that mm-hmm. expectation? Um, well, something else on that topic, too, that Olivia mentioned earlier, and I wrote down a note about it because I wanted to come back to it. But she was talking about she sometimes gets scared that she's going to get disappointed by setting expectations. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, well, you're aware that you could get disappointed. And I always say that, like, that I feel like awareness is kind of the first step to, I don't know, I guess fixing a bad habit, but I don't think that's the right word for it, but I think you get what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. But that being aware that you could be disappointed when you're setting these expectations is kind of a sign that it's okay. Like, you can set expectations and know that you might be disappointed by them and you might not meet them and move on with your life anyways Mm -hmm. and work harder because of it. And you don't always have to meet your expectations and be aware that you could be disappointed, but also still set them at the same time. Yeah. And just, like, be conscious of what you're doing and the decisions you're making. setting expectations can be fun. You know what I mean? And then encourage Yeah, we're talking about it in a very, like, serious way with, like, school and stuff, but I also think... It, it can, can be, just fun. be fun. Like, what, what, like what are we talking about with like, summer and stuff? Yeah, like daydreaming about beach trips or doing this. And even if you can't do it right in that moment, you still have, like, the whole rest of your life to do these things and to live out these expectations or live out these dreams that you've set. Like, in a way, I said like said this earlier, in a way, they're kind of like goals. And so, with a goal, you can have this one big goal, but there's a yeah. multiple different ways to get there and there's you know, things happen. And so sometimes you might have to change the way you get there. And I think it could be the same with expectations. And these little letdowns are just signs that you might have to change your path Mm -hmm. to reach that expectation. And, but it definitely just depends on like, what your expectations are about, if that makes sense. Like for um, a person, obviously, like, letdowns on I mean not letdowns but when it's hard to talk about people because it's not like it's not it's not a letdown when you don't meet Meet your your expectations expectations. quote-unquote but it's it's kind of similar yeah it's also different I mean it's the feelings the same it kind of just makes you feel I for lack of better words I guess just stupid yeah and it's like why would I think that and and sometimes it happens in a reverse way where you have an expectation about somebody that's negative mm-hmm. and then you get to know them and you're like, wait a minute, that's not who I thought they were. They're so much better. I guess all I want to say is like, take expectations also with like a grain of salt. Like don't put them on this high pedestal because life happens and mm-hmm. it's never going to live up to it. And none of us like being disappointed, even though they can be learn- learning opportunities and they can open, you know new doors to new things and new opportunities but nobody likes that feeling so I guess just 
you can set these expectations and have fun with them, whether it's like daydreaming or for like a trip or it's just for a test grade or you know what I mean? Like have it as kind of a end goal, but don't make it your end all be all because, you know, Mm -hmm. there's no guarantee that that'll happen. And you don't want to have to like constantly beat yourself up with disappointment. I think it's important to remind yourself that disappointment isn't like the end of the world, you know? And it's, it's hard to, to kind of understand that, I guess, like realize that. And I definitely like, this is so much more nuanced than kind of like how we're talking about it. And obviously like I get disappointed all the time still, but it's, it's not the end of the world to be disappointed. And sometimes I think it can be better for us at the end of the day to set expectations for ourselves and hold ourselves to a standard and then be a little bit disappointed and be able to learn from that. And just remember that even if you get disappointed, like that's, that's not the end of the road for you. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to face disappointment, but you're going to come out of it and your life is going to continue and you're going to continue to achieve things. And you're going to learn things from it and you'll be a better person. And I also think one thing I wanted to throw in with people is that we were saying a lot about like not putting people on a pedestal, but I also think it's important to note that you should not be afraid to have expectations oh, for people 100%. and to expect I I mean I guess just basic respect from people. I think a lot of times it happens especially with girls where they get so worried about being nice and all these like you know girly things all the time like being nice and kind and you know not standing up to anybody that we forget that we should want to be respected as well Mm -hmm. and it's okay to have that expectation from people that you want to be respected by them and that you want to I don't know just be seen as a fellow person Mm -hmm. and it's okay to voice that too I think that should be Mm -hmm. a new expectation of people I mean I have no room to talk because I am not the (laughs) confrontational type but and you don't have to be either I mean, I think you should, if you're, you know, not being respected in any of your relationships in life, I think you should say something. Yeah. Personally, I probably wouldn't because I am a wimp, but (laughs) I'm working on it. And so, like, I feel like that should just be an expectation for those kind of situations. It's just like, if that happens, I'm going to say something Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And also with, like, expectations for yourself... I feel like we need to know that we are capable of doing great things. And a lot of times you're so much more capable than you think you are. I have to remind myself of this all the time. I literally just tell myself that, like, I am capable of things. I think going back to cheer, that is, if if cheer taught me one thing this year, if it taught me one thing this year, it's that I'm 10,000 times more capable than I ever thought I was because you will be there in a stunt. And you're literally standing there in this stunt holding a person in the air and you're like, I cannot go any longer. My arms are actually going to like give out. And it's such a real feeling. And then you get down and your coach is like, do it again. And you're like, my legs are not going to work. And then it happens and you do it and you find out that you're so much more capable Mm -hmm. than you originally thought. And I think that if we don't set expectations for ourselves and if we don't have people that are going to hold us accountable to those expectations, like our coaches, then we're not going to get anywhere and we're never going to see our full potential. Hold your friends and family accountable. That's a great point to just kind of like <laughs> slowly end on mm-hmm. because accountability is such an important part of just like being a successful human yeah. being and like helping your friends live up to their fullest potential. And it can be hard to do for your friends because you, sometimes you feel like you're being mean to them. Yeah. But I, I think it's very important in friendship to hold your friends accountable. And you have expectations for them. your friends. I mean, obviously don't make them outlandish but you know who they are and you have these expectations of what they're capable of and what they can do and 
like don't hold them accountable and don't, don't let be... them go off track because like yeah you know you would want them to do that for you don't be afraid to lean on your friends too when you're feeling disappointed yeah. and everything because you know that's kind of, i mean that's not what they're there for but that's one of the things they're there for is to lift you back up and to see it from an outside perspective and know that you are still a great person and can do great things even when you're disappointed sometimes mm-hmm. well Thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Mm -hmm. Same time next week.